Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, May 8th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Radix, Empowering Innovation, Uncovering the Journey of Cohort One. Let's take a listen. Hey everyone, thanks for attending today. We're going to give a few more minutes to let everyone join. If you could all kindly retweet and share whenever you can. Thank you. And just a note as well, I've sent the invite requests for speakers. So Ossiswap, Hermes and XRD you should have a request in your inbox. Again, if anyone could kindly retweet and share, we'll start just a few minutes. We're just waiting for a few more people to join. Also, Adam, I've sent you a request to speak as well. First question's for you, so. Perfect. Um, I think we're just waiting for caviar, but we've got the first question for Adam, so let's just jump into it. Hello, folks. My name is Connor. I'm the social media manager here at RDX Works. We're going to learn a little bit more about the journey of the six Radix grants participant projects and their time at consensus. So let's dive into it. To kick off, let's go to Adam, CSO of RDX Works, who was at consensus this year. So I'd love to know more about what you thought about consensus 2023. What were your key takeaways, Adam? Hey, thanks, Connor, for having me on, and, and thanks, everyone, for joining. So Consensus 2023 was awesome. Going into it, I think, like many people, we were a little bit curious about what the general sentiment would be like. Obviously, we've come out of quite a rough uh, 2022 as a year. Um, first big thing was Consensus was a month earlier, which I think everyone was thankful for, being based in Texas. Being around 25 degrees Celsius each day was uh, far nicer than about 40. Um, but in terms of quality of people attending, it, it was fantastic. So. So some of the big takeaways for me was firstly, from a Radex perspective, at consensus last year, I would have estimated about three or four people in every 10 I spoke to had heard about Radix before. This year, it was more like six or seven in every 10. And two or three of them were either building on Radix, they were really familiar with the kind of some of the things we're doing, they'd watched RadFi and were really keen on what, what we're delivering and what's coming with Babylon at the end of July. Second big thing was, especially on the industry day. So for those of you who don't know, there's consensus is a three-day event, but the first day is only open to industry people. Um, so on that first day, we got quite a lot of questions actually on like, is Radix EVM compatible or is, is Radix have a, an EVM compatible component to it? And at consensus last year, we had that question quite a lot. And of course, when we answer no, intentionally, we aren't EVM compatible. That last year led to quite a lot of people kind of leading back and going, oh, I'm not sure if that's the right thing. Ah, uh, well, there's some interesting stuff going on elsewhere sort of uh, angle. Whereas this year is the complete opposite. People are asking, hey, is Radix EVM compatible? And when we said no, they actually lent in. And this really is dying to fuel the narrative that I'm seeing more on crypto Twitter more within people in the industry of actually the big next thing coming in this space is whether the L2s of Ethereum are going to be the big thing of the next cycle, or whether it's the non-EVM L1s like Radix, like Sui, like Aptos that are actually going to be setting the trend. 
And then the final big thing for me from consensus was this is the first time we've shared our booth and we couldn't have shared it with better people. The five projects from the first grand cohort were absolutely incredible. Everyone who spoke to them was blown away by the quality of not only their projects, but the experience of their founders and just how articulate they were about why they're choosing to build on Radix. And in my role, the only thing better than being able to tell people all the great stuff we're doing is have other people tell them all the great stuff we're doing. So I'm really thankful to all the Grants cohort people for flying out to Austin, and I hope it was as beneficial for them as it was for us. Yeah, definitely. And and you could actually see the booth from anywhere you stood inside the venue, which was absolutely amazing. Those gradients were beautiful. And I would just love to open that question up to the to the, the grant uh, participants. Um let's start with Aussie Swap. What what was your key takeaway? Is it similar to Adam's? What 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 was unique to you? Yeah, thank you, first and foremost, for having us. Um, sorry for my hoarse voice still. Uh, <laughs> I've been to uh, another event right after Austin, so <laughs> still not really able to speak. But yeah, um, it was really from, from multiple sides uh, such an amazing event for us, uh, for Flora and me from the OSWAP team, because uh, we had the opportunity to go around with our mascot and uh, to draw more awareness with that. And other way, also, a lot of people went to our uh, booth in general and were really curious and asked, like like you said uh, earlier, Adam, a really interesting question. So it's not like uh, what is Radix in general, but was more deep dive uh, into the tech, also what we are building. Also, people were curious because they saw there's actually an ecosystem now uh, just getting started, right? So it isn't just like um, maybe the the events before. It's uh, it's Radix. Okay, we we have this vision, this and that. Now really something is ongoing, and people could see it uh, with all the uh, team members that part participating as well. It was really just also uh, <laughs> I haven't felt like at all like an OC swap team member. I really felt like someone from the Radix ecosystem, right? So all the other team members as well, it was really like a unified experience. It was really, really such an amazing experience. So much, uh, thank you so much that we had the opportunity to be there. And and on that as well, like, let's let's open up to, uh, oh, and also guys, feel free to unmute yourselves. Like just, this is open book. Anybody can answer these questions. Um, let's, let, let's open it to XRD domains, Hermes, Photon. What was the common theme of questions from people visiting the booth, like from other projects or, or investors? What was the common theme for you guys? Let's start with Photon. Yeah. Hello. Hi. I'm uh, Vlad, one of the two co-founders uh, of uh, Photon Marketplace. Um, yeah. So the whole experience was kind of overwhelming for us being the first event, uh, kind of going outside in the wild, let's say. Um, but the overall kind of feedback from the kind of crowd at Consensus was very positive. They were all approaching us and kind of believing that we're part of the main kind of Radix team, which was also kind of surprising, but also kind of good to see. Uh, but um, yeah, they were kind of curious about uh, Radix, uh, what's kind of new about it, because they've seen the latest kind of um, token uh, kind of, um, um, yeah, uh, price going up and uh, building a lot of momentum around it. So 
it was good to see that many already knew about uh, Radix uh, compared with, let's say, with the previous years. Uh, they were surprised to see also the booth, uh, a lot of projects building on Radix, which probably was among the very few, if not only kind of uh, layer ones, uh, having this kind of setup at consensus, which was adding a lot of kind of credibility and let's say another layer of trust. Um, that the technology we're building it's uh, kind of really powerful powerful and can change the the industry uh, so we're not just empty words um, towards this goal uh so yeah we were really pleased and surprised to interact with all these new faces and kind of explain them and kind of uh, tell them the benefits of building on radix and why we were kind of building towards the launch of babylon and further yeah, and I'd be interested to hear from XRB domains and Hermes, like, what was it that gave people that came to the booth their Radix revelation or even the revelation about your own project itself? So, yeah, um, yeah I'd echo what Vlad said. By the way, I'm, I'm Wiley from XRB Domain, one of the co-founders of the Radix name service. Um, it's, yeah, it was an awesome experience. Um, there were actually quite a lot of devs that came to the booth. Um, and as I said, I, I echo what, what Vlad said. A lot of them kind of thought we were Radix, um, which is quite cool because we got to kind of emphasize all the awesome features and why we're kind of building upon Radix. It was a nice little excursion into our own kind of projects. So we got to like explain everything. It's a very easy sell. Radix is a very easy one to kind of explain to people. And like for example, over the last couple of years, the the exploits have you know in, in the space with like the uh, all of the hacks and and the, the liquidity pools etc. They they do have a silver lining for Radix because one of the kind of main points I was I was making with with crypto uh, to to a lot of these devs was oh you know so and so exploit couldn't is not possible uh, you know all of these exploits in the last couple of years well if if they were built in with crypto and upon Radix it's unlikely they would have even happened in the first place. And you could see their eyes just light up, go, wow. Then then you just, you hand them the, you know, we'd hand them the booklet with with script and they're like, oh, that's very much like move. And we're like, well, but it's safer. You know, so yeah, it was, it was a very easy sell. It was a nice little kind of introduction into kind of our own projects. And then we'd go, oh, we're running the name service for it, you know, and they were already engaged by this point. Yeah, and... What what about yourself, Hermes? What what was it like for you? What was the main takeaway, or what what were the main questions that were being asked of your project? Hey, yeah. So um, I'm I'm Sergio here, or uh, Chinaman Ten, um, as some of you know me. I'm the founder of Hermes, and uh, yeah. So w- with us, uh, I actually felt um, I felt a bit special uh, because uh, unlike uh, the other uh, cohort members that already knew Radix since years ago and were people you know that were building Radix for, for, for a while and they are deploying uh, solely on Radix, we're actually a project that only found Radix at last year's uh, consensus. Um, and Adam here was uh, the one who uh, who pitched me uh, Radix, um, and I got super interested. So it it, it was very it was a it was very heartwarming to be able to return the favor and, and pitch Radix to new other people um, in exchange for you know what, what was uh, basically what what started the journey almost one year ago. Uh, so we we went full circle, and it felt really good. Um, and I, I, I do have the feeling that um, it 
it comes off uh, from the other uh, people's perspective uh, as much more genuine uh, when not only the person that is telling you about the technology and the layer one is not really part of the team, because obviously if you're working for a certain company, you would be a bad employee if you're not talking good about the company. So your information is always perceived as being biased. But if you are an actual founder of a team that chose to deploy on said layer one, especially if you already have experience with deploying on other layer ones, then it definitely makes you feel special um, or it makes Radix feel special because the person you're talking to actually has experience um, of, from, uh, from other chains. And uh, you can see how excited we were to talk about Radix. Um, in terms of most common questions, uh, definitely what Adam mentioned. People are like, okay, so it's a newly one. That's interesting. So is the blockchain <laughs> um, EVM compatible? Um, and uh, very rarely uh, would I actually hear it if it was Cosmos compatible uh, because, yeah, EVM is just more much more popular. But in any case, um, so whenever I would talk about Radix, I would have to start off by saying, you know, the EVM and Cosmos standards, take all of them, put it in the bin. They don't matter here. <laughs> uh, Radix is really radically different. It's not just on the slogan. Um, so <laughs> and then, of course, you know, we, we start talking about how how it's all different and, and how it's special so um yeah it was it was really amazing to, to to be there and and with the other teams we could um let's say shill uh each other's projects and talk you know so here's Fodon, uh, the nft marketplace there's xrd domains um and so on and so forth um and and people uh usually responded to oh wow that's that's really cool uh, like you can actually see all the teams here that are building um, as opposed to, let's say, the Binance booth at Web Summit, which had 50 Binance employees, um, and they're all obviously just talking about Binance, and you don't actually see Binance projects uh, at their booth. So it was a very interesting tactic. Uh, I don't know who came up with the idea, but I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, yeah, and you, you touched on something there, Sergio. It's it's all good when RDX Works is trying to prove the success of Radix, but it's even better for the ecosystem, like your own projects, showing off the successes. You're the evidence of that success. So going into consensus, what was everyone's goal? It might be different for each of you, but I'd love to hear what success looked like for you. Um, did you did you achieve what you set out to achieve? Um, let's open it with um, Aussie Swap. What what do you think of that? Yeah, thank you. Uh, I missed to introduce myself uh, first. <laughs> so I'm Lucas, also one of the co-founders. And um, to your question, um, we had uh, two different goals uh, at once. So the first was with the awareness with our Aussie Cat mascot. So it was uh, kind of hard to get it done on time because yeah, we could start with the preparation like mid. March, right? So it was like also to, uh, to order this mascot and it um, wasn't that easy to, to achieve that on, on this uh, tight schedule, but we made it. It was really kind of cool that it uh, worked out as expected. And we uh, did a an, uh, newsletter uh, landing page. People could sign up and also share their pictures, their selfies with the OCCAT. So this was uh, one of our, uh, so like a general awareness. And the other thing was obviously even a bit more important, people are joining our booth and uh, um, the deep dive uh, 
conversations with people also um, maybe interested to join join the ecosystem as a developer also as an investor whatever right so this was also and focus for us and this was really really successful so we have a lot of contacts now a lot of people uh want to do some 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 calls with us and really looking forward to that to catch all those <laughs> interested people now and yeah that was really really cool yeah and and um one project that stands out for me um wiley xrd domains we we saw a few pictures of of your team uh, pitch, uh pitching to a group of investors what was that like to take everything you'd learned during the grants program and, and show it off to a group of possible investors? Was it was it Bitcoin Angels, I'm sure? Yeah, it was uh, for Bit Angels. And the how we got into that was quite interesting, really. It was quite a funny story. So um, I took uh, Faraz and Rock along with me to the to the actual conference. They were amazing, just, you know, awesome, just got an awesome team. Um, but yeah, so, but we didn't, you know, we had fun with it. Basically, the guy, the uh, Sheldon from Bit, Bit, Bit Angels came along and um, uh, came to the booth. Uh, we kind of showed him through, we talked him through Radix and showed him through like the Radix name service stuff. He wasn't really familiar with like, the Ethereum name service. So it was a really hard, it was a real hard sell for, for me and for us. But by the end of it, we showed him some of the uh, the user experience and uh, perks and, and, and features of, of the actual XRD domains interface. And uh, you could see that the cogs were turning in his head, and he said, "He said for us, so so what are you two doing tomorrow morning, nine thirty? <laughs> he says, "I run a I run a breakfast uh, like a I run a breakfast um, angels competition or pitch pitching competition uh, now and again." And he said, "What are you doing tomorrow at nine thirty? And Faraz turned to him and said. Having breakfast with you. <laughs> <laughs> he did a double take, and he was like, "Wow, these guys, these guys are really got some, you know." He said, and he said, "Excuse me," and he said, "We're having breakfast with you." And funnily enough, he invited us along. Uh, I left for us to to man the booth um, and did the pitch, and it was quite it was quite cool, you know. So we invited the other projects in, um, but yeah, it was it was a very interesting experience, and I picked up a lot of contacts from that. Uh, just that one breakfast alone. Um, it, it is one one notable contact wants to actually white label the, the the name service, so it was very useful. A pretty cool experience. And Photon, and let's follow with Hermes as well. What what was what was success like for you at Consensus? Did you have a chance to speak to a few investors, or even just pitch um, your projects to many people from the booth? Uh, yeah, so for us at Photon was really interesting because we had at the booth also a demo of our upcoming uh, NFTs marketplace. And basically everybody we showed it to were really surprised and kind of in a good way about the kind of fluency of the interface and how easy it is kind of to uh, start building your own collection and how intuitive it is. So it was a kind of positive surprise for us because we are kind of stuck in our own office, you know, working towards this consensus kind of um, big event. And sometimes you kind of don't have a feeling of the feedback of the outside world so well. So it was a good kind of touch with reality. Um, and it was kind of overwhelmingly positive even from 
some investors that we had at the booth and also creators, uh, even kind of more established, um, let's say, creators on Ethereum and um, recently Bitcoin uh, kind of ecosystems. Um, we got kind of in touch with them and we will follow up uh, and still following up uh, after consensus. So that was a kind of good um, um yeah event for us in terms of uh, building some networking and maybe onboarding uh, more established creators uh, on the marketplace um but yeah i mean overall was really positive um, kind of uh, experience um, both for us and also as the bigger kind of team uh, at radix i suppose um yeah <laughs> so everybody was um, really uh, happy with the setup and kind of what we're preparing to launch. We were actually uh, planning to launch it at uh, Consensus, the marketplace, but uh, we ran into some kind of late bugs and <laughs> we were trying uh, for two nights in a row kind of to still work at the hotel room and uh, trying to launch it for the next day. But uh, we decided to kind of keep it just on the local laptop there and demo it. So probably at the end so this week we will go live with it maybe monday because my um, co-founder radish is um uh in a in a plane right now actually coming back from usa he had a few extra days there um but uh, yeah we will catch up these coming days and uh, hope uh, also the radix community will manage to see what we've build, building um, so far and and finally, um, Hermes uh, as well. What what was success for you? Like, what what did you achieve from consensus? Yeah. So um, on our side, uh, we had some uh, similarly to Photon, we had some objectives regarding our business platform um, to to have it ready uh, to to launch by consensus, so we could actually uh, actually use it. Uh, at consensus to to get like subscribers to like a contact list si similar to um, what Osisop was doing with their newsletter, uh, but we wanted to to use our platform uh, specifically for for that. Um, while we did have that feature live, the, the business platform was still um, quite incomplete, so we, we didn't feel like um, it was. Uh, ready enough to showcase it at the booth, uh, which basically um, made us just show uh, the the trailer we have on on YouTube, so people to get people curious about the project. Um, our main objective to uh, secure, let's say, at consensus was definitely um, get investors in. Uh, so we we've been bootstrapping uh, Hermes Protocol since uh, a year and a half, uh, give or take. Um, and uh, we we basically um, have been uh, a, bit, a bit short on funds, so we we want to take the platform to the next level, and we do need to invest quite a bit on marketing as well, uh, which is a bit ironic considering we're a marketing platform. <laughs> um, well, working communications platform in any case. Um, so yeah, that was our main goal: uh, connect with investors, uh, both business angels and uh, venture capital uh, companies. Um, we did make quite a lot of connections, uh, but uh, the first week after consensus is always uh, quite slow. People are still uh, resting from consensus, um, but we we have quite a few uh, meetings organized this week. So uh, fingers crossed. Um, 
Let's hope that that goes through uh, well. But uh, yeah, the, the jury is still out. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're feeling optimistic, uh, of course. Um, we, it was, we did make quite a lot of connections, which, uh, which was, was what, what we wanted to, uh, to, to do there, mostly and foremost. It sounds like a really successful event. Over 10,000 people were there, and I'd imagine every single one of them seen the Radix booth. And following on from Consensus, Lucas, actually, um, from AussieSwap, you, you went on a crypto cruise after Consensus. What was that like? Was there any difference in the vibe, focus, questions you received? What was the main sort of topic of conversation there? Yeah, it was a completely different experience because I was like an outsider coming in, right? <laughs> so uh, at, at Consensus, we had an own booth, uh, representation um, could be there, right? And people knew us already, most people at least. And uh, this uh, conference was really like, hey, here's here's Radix, here's also so. You might never heard about us, <laughs> but I really want to introduce um, our technology, our great technology. And that was also a completely different experience, but also way, uh, very important uh, to get even more people curious about it, right? And especially at these uh, events, it was like, uh, yeah, especially the German crypto community is not really aware of, of, of Reddit in general. In general, So it was like, uh, I might heard about it, but mm, not really look, look deeper into it. And uh, with my presentation afterwards, also the panel with uh, five other layer ones, it was like uh, the chance to have a short pitch and also a short, hey, here we are. And we are really close to smart contract launch now. So it's not like uh, just something in the making for maybe five, six years in the future. It's really close. We are already have 50 plus projects building here and want to launch on day one. So, hey. Look at us. <laughs> and that was really cool because many people were really curious. And also, uh, obviously, many people not really believe you in the first place if you're saying you have an unlimited scalable layer one. Like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and that's also something I always say to the people, please do your own diligence afterwards. Um, but really look into it. It was like also the fascinating part for me itself two years ago when I first looked into it. Also couldn't believe it. In the first place, but after one, two weeks uh, deep dive, uh, I was fully hooked and hopefully a lot more revelations uh, came up with it as well afterwards. So already in close contact with a lot of people and I hope they are hooked as well soon. <laughs> I'm also interested to know, uh, Lucas, um, at Consensus, um, what, what other projects from different networks were coming over to the booth? What, did you give anyone a Radix revelation that we're building a project on, say, Cardano or Solana or Ethereum? At, at, at the crypto uh, rockstars? Uh, no, at, the, at Consensus, sorry. On Consensus. Uh, it was, I have to remember, it was a lot of, I had not that many conversations, to be honest, so it was more like Florian in general, because I also sometimes wear some, Weird cat suits. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the what was the reaction to the cat suit? Was it was it interesting? Yeah, obviously, completely new experience as well to be like a completely different different character and nobody recognized you. So <laughs> you must have been sweating in that cat. This is a very warm place, I'd imagine. It wasn't that hot. Uh, no, the weeks wow. in, in Austin. So yeah, <laughs> you're very didn't, the, um, didn't the airline lose the cat head? 
<laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, that's also so fun, funny story. When I come back to uh, Frankfurt, Germany, I've been there, standing there. Uh, yeah, okay, basically waiting there two, three hours. Uh, and <laughs> those people couldn't help us, really, uh, to answer the simple question, where is our mascot with our hat <laughs> so we had we had to uh basically said uh yeah we're missing it now and we have to uh, drive home first and then afterwards uh they send it uh, to us so unfortunately it uh, got found somewhere somewhere else it was quite weird i think it was like the u.s uh, customs uh had to look deeper into it maybe it looked a bit confusing when they first x-ray scanned it or something like that so yeah, it took a bit longer. O C was on a world tour. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we actually have Chris from Caviar Swap here. I've sent you a request to speak, Chris, if you're available. You should be able to connect soon. Did anyone else have any other interesting experiences? How how was the um the after party or the after event? Yeah, I can uh, say something maybe about your. Uh, previous question about other projects kind of interacting with us it was funny because we had um, some people from uh, near protocol coming to us and kind of we pitched um, in, usually we were pitching uh, radix first and then we were introducing our own projects but uh, it was funny because after we kind of gave them the speech uh, they kind of took, I don't know, 15 minutes or something like that, and they came back trying to kind of lure us to build on uh, on near. Now, I don't know if they were just impressed with uh, kind of our dedication towards Radix, but it was funny to see them kind of trying to, to bring us to their ecosystem. Um, and yeah, of course, uh, we were not seeing uh, actually the the purpose of doing that because we have more than we need here on Radix <clears throat> and kind of it's future proofs for our project. Um, we also have some people from Cardano and probably they are also right now listening. I don't know because we've seen them after in the Radix community. Uh, so it's good to see that people yeah. see the benefit and kind of joining and trying Radix and being convinced uh, so fast to kind of start building on it. Yeah, so, and if anyone if anyone is out there who's um, thinking about building on Radix, just give us a shout in our Telegram or Discord or reach out to one of the projects. We're a very friendly bunch. Um, we have Chris here from Caviar Swap, and I would just love to know um, what did you have any interesting conversations at Consensus? What was success like for you as well? Uh, hey there. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, it was incredibly busy. Three days actually at at the event and also at the side event. So yeah, I mean, just to, just to echo what Vlad said. Actually, just just now, um, we did talk to a lot of people from other projects. Um, we, there was a, there was a quite a lot of Cardano people that we were talking to, both from the developer side and from the NFT side, um, and they were really interesting people. And I think they were quite interested in in Radix and. Um, you know they're quite thoughtful people as well, so it was very interesting talking to them. Um, there's also a few Solana people that we were talking to, and and there was also a, a group of um, smart contract auditors who sort of focused on Solana, who are quite interested in uh, in Radix as well. So we had sort of good conversations with them and follow up conversations with them. Um, but yeah, I mean it was, I mean it was just a, it was a, it was incredibly busy. 
uh, three days. We had some, there's a whole range of people and it was really impressive how, I would say how, um, look, we thought there'd be a lot of sort of moon boys there, but actually, in actual fact, there was, there was a lot of really sort of sophisticated people there and, and very knowledgeable of DeFi. And I think that's kind of, I think maybe that's what's happened with the crypto winter is that, that people are in, that are interested in crypto right now are people who are, who are much more sort of um, longer term. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, you know, we talked to everyone. There's all kinds of enthusiasts. We had really good traction talking to quite a few VC guys as well. I mean, it's just, just an endless list of people that we spoke to. Yeah, and what, what was the, back, back to you, Chris, like what, what was the main topic of conversation? Was it UX, security, scalability, or for example, what, what was it? Um, well, it was, it was interesting because, because obviously there was a lot of conversation just about Radix itself. And it was, it was, um, I mean, it was obviously the Radix stand itself was really impressive, right? For multiple reasons. It was just drawing people in. It was ideally situated near the, near the entrance point. It was glowing. Um, and also it had a sort of a, a sort of a real buzz about it with all of the sort of ecosystem there, as well as the RDX works people. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, we we were sort of talking up all the sort of benefits that Radix had to offer, and I think, um, you know, there was certainly, you know, you, you talk it user experience was certainly something that 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 came up now and again, and and like you know, it was very easy to sort of fall into the trap of just talking up all the sort of technical bits of Radix and talking about sharding, et cetera, et cetera. But but you you kind of got a when you started talking to people about security and safety and and you know. Um, you know, knowing where your assets are and, and just generally having a great user experience. I really found that, that that really struck a chord. Is there anyone else that would like to add anything to that question at all? Yeah, um, yeah, I fully agree. Like, so we would um, we were mainly showing people the transaction manifest um, and trying to explain to them how it's like more of a roadmap instead of the blind signing. Um, and you can see you, you can see the cogs turning again, like with every feature that we kind of put forward, um, you can see people are very just pleasantly surprised, you know. Um, and yeah, definitely, the, it was definitely a, more of a kind of builder environment there. Um, everybody kind of take just takes the whole thing seriously. And it was yeah, it's just very interesting to be in that environment with people who like kind of really understand. Um, you know, a lot of these people were technical. A lot of them weren't, but everybody got the transaction manifest. Uh, so that was one thing we we definitely pushed. That is really good news. Um, it's it's good to see that all of these things that are going to be that came out with RCNet and and soon Babylon um, gaining traction. Um, and again, like it's you guys that kind of show the successes of of the ecosystem and of the network. It's it's all good for us to to say these things as RDX Works employees, but it's it's you guys that are the real evidence of that. Um, and 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 just moving on, we're we're going to go on to the next section of of the spaces just now. This section is going to be the Radix Grants program itself. So the pilot launch of the Radix Grants program was a huge step. For RDX Works and Radix in supporting expanding the ecosystem pre Babylon. For those of you that don't know, the, the teams received thirty thousand US dollar value in XRD tokens by weekly one to ones with a mentor at RDX Works. Access to office hours, access to exclusive masterclasses, practical guidance on compliance and cybersecurity, 
help with user testing, promotion and exposure to the wider Radix community via official channels and obviously the in-person kickoff bootcamp and demo day. So a project in person we've not heard from yet is Fred from Alphadex. So starting off, being announced as a participant project of the Radix Grants Programme must have been an exciting time for you all as a team. But I'd love to hone in on you as someone who had been building quietly in the background. Not many people knew about your project before you launched your Twitter and Telegram eventually. So explain to us, what was the initial feeling like to be selected? Um, yes, thanks for the opportunity. And, and I just want to say to the other projects, I've, I've got serious FOMO just listening to, to everything that happened at um, Consensus. Um, so yeah, it, it sounds like you guys really had a great time there and, and it was worthwhile going. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, for, for, you know, us as a project and specifically for me as kind of a solo developer of, of a project, I think my initial reaction when I applied for the grant was that I didn't really think that, you know, I stood a chance. I, I, I had the feeling that maybe, you know, initially they'll focus on projects that are a bit more well known by the community and, and are a bit further down the road in terms of their development. So I think my initial reaction was was kind of surprised to hear that I, I did qualify. But I also, you know, I, I think that sent a great message from the RDX Works team to to the rest of the community to say that, you know, they they're willing to look at all kinds of projects in all stages of development and um, you know, and with all kinds of exposure to um, to the outside world already. So that that was a, a great experience. And, and yeah, I mean, I don't know if we're still going to get to it, but certainly for us, the exposure that this has given to the project has just probably been the biggest advantage that I got from the grants um, pro program. You know, uh, uh, not to take anything away from the experience that was shared, the, you know, the tips and the tricks that we got from the team, the, just the advice and support we got from the team. All of that was amazing. But for a small behind-the-scenes project like Alphadex, you know the exposure that it gave us, and and the you know the support we suddenly got from the community who didn't even know about this project was just, you know, absolutely amazing, and and certainly one of the things that that I'll remember from being part of the grants program is is just how much the community wants projects to um, you know to thrive and to do well. Great question, and. I'd also like to extend that question to Hermes Protocol. You guys had originally been building on Terra. What what was it like to move over and be selected for the grants program? How did you find your first move into the Radix community? <laughs> uh, it's funny you ask. So um, essentially, ever, ever since our first pitch, let's say, to the general audience about what we were building uh, with Hermes Protocol, which was like in August 2021. Uh, we, it was uh, basically the project started on a hackathon uh, on Terra. Um, and, you know, this this was way before the, the crash. So it's it was still very much full days. <laughs> um, and uh, something that we have been noticing um, over and over, and this is something I've been echoing, is that... Um, I see a lot of resemblance in terms of the the, the community spirit, uh, how people engage and support each other on Radix um, from what I've seen previously on Terra. Now, you may be thinking, oh, maybe that's not so good. Well, if you think about how 
Luna was essentially the apex coin of 2021 and even the first quarter of 2022, you'll, uh, I will beg to differ. Uh, so obviously right now everyone has PTSD. I most likely have more than any of you. <laughs> uh, but um, the, the fact that matters here is that before it failed, it was a massive success. And so it really matters a lot to say that the spirits that I'm seeing um, about the projects helping each other, wanting to work together and being open to new ideas and discussions, um, not being like closed behind borders or whatever, um, it really does matter a lot. And uh, I see that a lot. Um, as opposed to other ecosystems where we've we've explored uh so um let me just make a parenthesis here so um even on the the very first um the, the hackathon that we launched the project we always mentioned that we were going to be a a, a multi-chain or a multi uh, layer one let's say <laughs> project uh because we knew that for us to be successful we need to be on multiple places um now we just didn't expect that we would have to um expand beyond terrace so quickly um so as soon as the, the crash happened we were forced to to explore our other options more quickly than than what we previously thought um so we did um participate on other hackathons we even won second place at a hackathon on near for example um so we we did get connected with a few projects on near um we we also followed up with with osmosis injective um we haven't spoken with sui since that's much more recent but uh yeah we've spoken with, with multiple ecosystems and we've we've been on their telegrams and discords and um like i don't want to name any names in particular uh because you know we we might expand to those um to those places at some point if it makes sense on a roadmap but um it just it feels different um so it was it was a very positive surprise for us to, to be accepted. Um, obviously, we, we had some uh, ideas uh, or let's say some, some thoughts on similar to Fred, uh, like, oh, you know, there's so many projects building on Radix. Uh, it's unlikely that uh, we'll be selected as, as an outsider. Um, but we were obviously very happy that, uh, that we were selected and we were giving it our all and we intend to uh, fully bring back to Radix much more than uh, you know, the, the opportunities that uh, we were given. So um, we we never forget our earliest uh, supporters, uh, whether that's our stakers with our validators or the layer ones who uh, uh, choose to support us through the grants program, uh, or programs. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> I think that's it. So it has been a very positive journey. Uh, I hope uh, this continues. Um, honestly, so far, uh, from what we've seen on the technical side, uh, Radix is still unbeaten. Um, it does need to uh, work a lot on the awareness and the marketing, but that's why we were at consensus. And I think that was a, a really positive success. And of course, all the meetups. Uh, that are happening and all the events these all these things all matter and they compound together to work towards a, a brighter radix future um so yeah uh, really really excited uh for that uh, babylon eventually zian um so yeah <laughs> yeah radvocates are always a welcoming bunch um another area 
your projects have benefited from. Just touching on that community support is uh, the exposure you've been given. Of course, you're all active community members and your projects are well ingrained in the community too. Your audiences have grown massively over the last few months as I've individually been tracking them, obviously being the social media manager. But with Photon in particular, they've grown their Twitter community by 50% since being announced as a Radix Grants participant. Um, so for your team, Photon, how has the community response been after being selected to join the programme? Uh, yeah, the community reacted really well. I mean, they were enthusiastic to, to see us uh, in the six projects selected. Uh, and for us, of course, the kind of exposures was really amazing and you can see it also reflected in the Twitter Twitter followers. Uh, but I think on a general note for us, what was really kind of helpful and amazing to have in this program was kind of the one-on-one -on -one feedback and access to all the resources that the Radix team has and kind of they managed to gather a lot of knowledge uh, throughout these years. Because for small startups like ourselves and probably also the other kind of cohort uh, participants in the grants program had a bit of the same issues. They didn't really know how to kind of uh, settle in the industry. There's a lot of unknowns in terms of regulatory frameworks. Uh, also on technical levels, we got a lot of uh, support and one-on-one -on -one kind of feedback was. Um, uh, Radix uh, team uh, members. Uh, so, yeah, it was a really overwhelming experience and helpful. It gave us a better kind of perspective of where we are going to go, how they helped us also to focus our kind of uh, approach and uh, target audience, uh, and also pitching techniques and things like that. So, it was kind of the whole package, maybe. Uh, similar to one of the best uh, incubators or accelerators, uh, Y Combinator, but uh, specially built for Web3. So I would uh, really be happy to see this program kind of um, continuing also for the next batches. I don't know how much time Radix will have to kind of dedicate. Maybe we were uh, lucky to be the first ones and we got more attention. But it uh, would be really good for the ecosystem to see it uh, going further and kind of investing in projects building on Radix because there are really a lot coming up uh, behind us and um, they will kind of benefit a lot from all this knowledge that Radix has accumulated uh, so far. Yeah, and, and on that as well, um, the, the team over at OsiSwap have been incredibly busy in terms of growth over the last few months. And on that, a big piece of support for your projects was the 30,000 USD and XRD grant. Um, what have those funds allowed you guys to do over the last few months in terms of growing the project? This is to uh, Lucas or Swap. Well, thank you for the question. So in general, we already uh, had a good, well-funded uh, path even without a, without the grants. So we, we saw the grant program itself as an opportunity to grow as founders, right? So, so to, to uh, learn from others that are already way longer um, doing these types of things, right? So it was, uh, it was the 
first uh, thing why we applied in general it wasn't really about the the, the grants and uh, therefore it was really success, success. Um, I'm thinking about the, the Austrian time all the time again so it was like um, such, such amazing uh, week with all of you guys to have these really really deep deep conversations and also to learn from from peers uh, from Adam from Jacob uh, May um, those people are amazing what they're doing and to uh, learn firsthand from their experience was uh, like the most important part of it way 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 important more important than than any money could any uh, could ever be right so that that's actually maybe the, the most important part for for the success or to going forward is to have a strategy to have a vision to have a vision to have uh, to focus you know what you're doing right that is way way more important or to how to use your money uh, the grants you're getting is also way more important than just receiving some funds and <laughs> hope for the best right so, and this was really uh, the best decision we did so far as OC Swap to be a part of it and to get these first-hand experiences and and week by week um, um, sessions helped us a lot and we're just so thankful for that. It's not just I'm not just saying it like I'm I'm thank, thankful. We're really really thankful. It was uh, such a massive opportunity and we're still. Uh, just at the beginning and have to imp implement a lot of it of the learned things still so it's an ongoing and step by step you have to improve all each day every day right and also to um have now all the new people uh that we have now new contacts so it was like uh <laughs> hard to say it in words right but just a thank you just really thank you quite touching Lucas. <laughs> um, so like Lucas said the projects were given access to core members of RDX Works and I'm going to direct this one to Wiley at XRD Domains. How has the guidance and support from the Radix team impacted your project and like what areas have they been the most helpful? Oh it's huge, it's huge you know so um, kind of with the grant for example um, you know, it's only so much the, the, the that can kind of pay out with with like that support. Um, but with the guidance uh, that we've had, I mean, the guidance is worth way more than the grant. Um, you know, it's a commodity that all of the resources are basically commodities that will continue to pay off for years to come. Really, um, in t in terms of kind of specifics, you know, they the team gave us guidance on everything from product market fit to how best to manage a team um then obviously you've got all of the 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 regulations etc it's just been invaluable um that's i think that's the main takeaway from this program for, for me personally is you know it's it's that kind of the resources they've got the like rdx works have made their own mistakes over the years they've made their own successes and having that as one package that they can then uh use to like foster your um you know to grow your project and to kind of inject into the, the the cohort you know that's that's invaluable information and you can't just you can't just um put put that into a single document that's experienced and you you get to kind of discuss it and it's tailored to your specific needs uh, or your project um yeah so it's only so it's only so far a grant can go 
but resources go a long way and they'll keep paying off for for years to come essentially that's that's it's been it's been incredible i'm i'm really sad it's ending you know uh, i i'm going to apply for cohort too i'll pay my way <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely we'd love to have you would would anyone else like to weigh in on uh, what lucas and wiley said about the impact of the master classes and the access to the team um, I'll definitely chirp in here. Uh, you know, I, I just wanted to also emphasize, uh, you know, one of the things that I really appreciated from the grants program was just the kind of professionalism that the Radix Works team kind of showcased in, in doing the grants program. You know, so in a sense, I think they, you know, if they wanted to, they could have just given us money, given us a couple of talks about what they think is important and let us, you know, do things on our own after that. But they've really put in a whole lot of time and effort to to help us. You know, they when we come up with problems, they they literally try and source people. If they got, don't have the answers themselves, they've tried to source people who can help us with the answers. They've always been available for us to to contact them and ask them questions um, you know, when those questions come up. So so I think that's just one of the things that will set the Radix Grants program you know, apart from from competitor grants programs, it's just the effort that the team puts into not only trying to make the program a success, but actually trying to make the the projects themselves uh, a success. The, you know, taking into account that the projects are all at various stages of development and various stages of of growth. So, yeah, I, I mean, I just can't emphasize enough at how impressed I was with with the effort that everyone involved put in. And uh, as well, Chris, um, I was just wondering what what kind of impact the grants program has had on Caviar Swap as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll echo what everyone else has said. I mean, it's it's been uh, it's been uh, it was very noticeable to us even from the first couple of days. Just uh, just the sheer amount of work that's gone into the grants program, the sheer amount of effort and and knowledge which is being shared. Um, it's very hard to pin down a single thing. I, I think. And it's, it's, it's it sounds like a dry subject, but but actually there's been an awful lot of really good sort of um, legal and reg advice that we've got from the program. Which um, you know, if you're running a DEX and 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 this day and age of what's going on with the SEC in the US is um, you know you need to you really need to sort of get a good feel for for the way the wind's blowing. And um, you know, we have our own external lawyers that we're talking to, and and they ain't cheap. And and so. You know, it's it's pretty obvious that the sort of some of the advice that we've already had as part of the grants program, it's 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 very valuable advice, quite literally, I can say. There you have it, folks. So I'm now going to open it up to questions. So if anyone would like to ask a question to any of the projects, just put your hand up and I will I will allow you to speak. Um before before that, um folks, um is there anything else you would like to say to those that are on the spaces session? Any of the projects? What would you like to say? Anything at all? Just feel free. First of all, I'd like to just say we really miss Fred. A consensus um, from project to project. Uh, he's just been. It's an amazing guy to speak to. Um, but yeah, for anybody else like considering applying for cohort two, do it. 
It's, it's you'll you won't regret it. When I started off, uh, when I when I founded XRD Domains, I got the team together. I was so nervous. I was so nervous about speaking on spaces like this. And for me personally, I'm I'm speaking now in a space, and I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying it. Um, that that level of confidence, you know, you 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 can't buy that. And and that's kind of what this program is, you know, instilled in me is that confidence is awesome. Uh, maybe on our side, uh, I can also just add uh, regarding the um, the opportunities that the, the 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 grant allowance, let's say, allowed us. Is actually since we we are let's say the the newcomers to 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 Radix, uh, we we didn't have let's say our our footprint uh, on, on Radix yet, and so we we've been growing uh, our own side of the Radix community on our communities from scratch. Um, and uh, one of the one of the things that is quite common, uh, not only on Radix but also other layer ones, is for projects that have uh, a DevOps team uh, that at least needs to to at least read some data uh, from the the ledger uh, is to run your own validator. Um, and we do have uh, also validators on other layer ones, and being able to come on Radix and with the, the grant allowance, we can basically stake that on our validator. And that gave us a massive push towards getting into the active set. Um, I mean, we, we wouldn't be able to do it otherwise. Um, it is very hard to, to find whales uh, when, you're a, when, a new, when a new, you're a newcomer. Uh, so obviously there are uh, several XRD whales, but we don't know who they are. It's very, uh, let's say, hard to find them. So being able to be kind of like a, a mini whale ourselves and, and stake on our nodes to, to get onto the active set, that was um, that was a very big push. So uh, we've actually been just using the XRD, um, yeah, mainly mainly for that to get some staking rewards because obviously the the ultimate uh, reward, let's say, will will come. Uh, later, not at the moment when XRD is uh, quite a bit below uh, the the all time high. And I I don't want to bring the prices in, but um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, awesome. So let's open it up to questions. I think I've as Evis. Apologies if I am butchering that pronunciation. My Scottish accent doesn't help, um, but feel free. Yeah, it's perfect. It's Evis or Evis. It's fine. So. Guys, congratulations to everybody getting the grant and entering the Radix system. Uh, I've been following the past six to nine months, nine to six months, and uh, I'm witnessing um, very nice projects entering into the ecosystem. I have a few questions. I don't know if you're allowed to answer them at this point. To Photon, um, you're stating that you're doing a mass adoption into creating uh, NFTs, correct? Yeah, that's right. That's kind of our main goal, let's say, on a longer okay. term. To... So um, if I want to mint right now a million NFTs, what would be the cost? Will it be on fiat or XRDs? Uh, yeah, I don't know now exactly for 1 million you have to multiply, but uh, basically will be a multiplier of the kind of main network fees on Radix. So I don't know how much um, are in fiat right now, the transaction zero, zero something cents probably. No, but 
I don't know. I think for such collections of about, let's say, 10,000 should be lower than 100, uh, I don't know, maybe 20, depends. But this is also a cost that the creator can pass to to the um, kind of users minting, let's say, two, three NFTs, because then it will be really uh, kind of negligible. So basically, they're kind of delegating the fee instead of putting all the pressure and costs on the creator to mean the whole mm -hmm. collection. Yeah, because I'm thinking tickets and airline tickets and uh, um, concerts and uh, insurance and stuff like that. So that's why. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it will be such a big issue on Radix, especially because you can delegate kind of the fees and the fees are anyway kind of low on Radix, uh, kind of near zero. Um, but uh, because you can delegate them the developer of the, I don't know, uh, decentralized application or whatever, NFT minting, uh, can kind of spread this course or either assume all the costs by himself. So it's kind of an, an option up to the the developer or the creator of these NFTs. And it will be available with the Babylon release, the Babylon upgrade? Yeah, we intend to have it at the Babylon mm -hmm. already, so it will be Brilliant, brilliant. I mean, looking forward to see how it develops. Thanks for the answer. Can I have another one? Yeah, sure. Okay, um, <laughs> we don't take from yeah, the others I mean, too much. It's going to be for Aussie Swap. Um, I've been playing around with it and it's it's looked great and uh, you adopted uh, Pepe really fast. That's nice also. It says that it has $3.7 million in, in TVL. Um, and when you see the top tokens, the volume and what's locked, it's it's way less. So I was thinking, what, what's the total value lock? I mean, how do you compute that? Um, so in general, we have a prototype online at the moment. So free smart contracts, it's a very basic implementation. It's basically a trading engine up on top of the Redix mainnet that wasn't really ever expected to happen, mm -hmm. uh, to be totally honest. Therefore, uh, everything is a bit like a showcase at the moment. And you have really to see or use it like that, right? Like so a test net. The real, yeah. I can see it like that, although it's on mainnet. Although it's, it's real token assets, of, of course, mm -hmm. but um, in general, the real DeFi full-fledged experience uh, is happening in 87, 84 days, right? And this is like a completely shift for all of us here around. So it's uh, going to be the same interface. It will be also a re revamp of, of our front end. UX will be different. The uh, seamless connection with the new Radix wallet is a mobile first mm -hmm. experience as well. So everything uh, will kind of look different and feel different than at the moment. It's really like from prototype to a real full fledged user experience. It's like a major shift. So therefore, uh, use this experience just like a okay this is a first first glance yeah so when if you have liquidity you could be able to bridge any evm coin or any other coin from other chains also preach what do you mean with preach uh yeah. to bring uh coins that are not into the radix ecosystem to bring over in general in general everyone can uh, create a pool it's a permissionless uh, Decks yeah. afterwards, so 
And of course, you have to be aware that everyone can also claim to be a token XYZ, right, from Ethereum. Mm -hmm. So we really have to look deeper into it to connect with the projects, uh, with the founders or whatever, to be sure that you're not uh, like fall for some some scam tokens. Or yeah, yeah, like of course. Yes. Well. What I'm saying about yeah. um, other solutions that they're not from an Ethereum uh, virtual engine. So uh, maybe something from um, Stellar or XRP Ledger, you'll be able to bridge to cross-chain, uh, so to cross-chain solutions. Yeah, looking forward to that. So uh, Relix itself just announced the Layer Zero partnership. Um, really looking forward what what will come with that. So like like wrap tokens or stuff. But that is not. I have no insight about that. I just hope it will happen uh, as soon as possible. Well, that would be amazing. But we also have to that we have like a full ecosystem experience as soon as possible. Like with uh, with uh, with stable coins, with oracles, with uh, cross chain stuff happening. Uh, right. I cannot wait for that, as of course. <laughs> uh, uh, guys, thanks for for the allocating the time for my questions and uh, good luck on everything. Uh, we'll be watching and following up. Thanks very much, Evans. Um, we're going to move on to zero x Zim. Um, so I'm just going to accept your request. Uh, you should be able to speak now, Zero X Azim. It's just connecting two settings, guys. And then we'll move on to Lee as well after Zero X. There we go. If you just unmute yourself and ask away, is Zero X there? If not, we'll just move on to Lee and then you can come back to that. Okay, Lee, it's just connecting now, I think. Okay, ask away. I think everyone's away from their computer today. Hello. Oh, there we go. Lee, there, there we go. There you go. <laughs> How are we doing? Hi, good afternoon, everybody. Um, thanks for letting me come up here, Connor. Um, absolutely amazing hearing all of these, um, hearing all of these uh, perspectives of, of consensus. And um, I'd first like to congratulate everybody on successfully uh, receiving the the first round of the cohorts uh, grants program. Um, <clears throat> I've been uh, I've been uh, uh, an avid. Supporter of Radix since the uh, since since the bull market, um, it's been amazing watching the ecosystem grow immensely, and all of these projects, which I've been learning myself as a as, as an amateur uh, in the space. I've only been here three years. I'm not a developer or a programmer. I work at C, as may some of you may know. Um, had the great privilege of meeting Profit in Thailand earlier in the year, and I was hoping to meet with Chris from um, Hermes. Uh, unfortunately, our past didn't cross this time, but I'm sure they will in the distant future. Um, absolutely mind blown at the, uh, uh, the 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 general consensus at consensus, um, and uh, it's evidently obvious to me uh, as an outsider uh, and as a, a radical. Uh, Radix, uh, wannabe ambassador, you could say. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it just, it just makes me a, a really, really happy and pleased to, to see that everybody is uh, being onboarded. And um, going back to your man there who spoke before about the one man band only. Um, was it? I can't remember which project it was. It was Fred? Uh, he thought that yeah, he, he didn't think he was going to get the uh, the grants approved to him, and so it just yeah, it, it's it's amazing. Um, 
and I'd just like to take my hat off to you guys for, 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 for doing what you're doing and the time and effort uh, and uh, the blood and sweat that you're that you're putting into this. Um, obviously, we all have a personal life aside of this, and I can imagine times can get quite challenging. Uh, I'd also like to give a shout out to Jeremy, Adam, um, Piers, Dan, and all the other legends that aren't here because they're probably too busy doing other things. Um, I, I I don't really have a specific question for projects. Um, I would just like to know if projects could possibly give people like myself who are in a situation whereby um, I'm I'm consistently red pilling people, friends, colleagues, offshore personnel, technicians, people that I deal with in my day to day life. Um, I wear I, I I I try to wear my Radix T-shirt as often as possible uh, on board the vessel. Um, that sparked some conversations, um, <clears throat> and yeah, I, I I would just like to find out um, or ask if there is a way for people like myself who like to speak um, and promote and talk about Radix and the ecosystem and the projects that are within the ecosystem. How how um, people that are either not involved in cryptocurrency or or particularly involved in the radix um revelation uh how 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 one can go about uh other than explaining you know for example oc swap would be the decks and xrd the mains i mean some people don't have uh don't even know what you know what ethereum domain name system and all that sort of stuff is so don't want to get too technical with some people because you can lose them in five minutes so um, yeah, just uh, I, w- I would like to be like an all-around ambassador, really, in 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 Wales and North Wales and the Northeast for 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 meeting people who are, who are um, curious uh, but haven't had the courage or are a little bit afraid to take their first step into the cryptocurrency world. And thus, obviously, you know, you you, you can lose someone in two seconds by talking about something. So. Uh, I just want to say shout out to everybody. And um, was it 85 days till Babylon? 84 days? I'm excited. <laughs> 84. Sorry. Yeah, 84. No, that's great, Lee. Thanks very much for that. Um, and I guess like the way that you can educate people that aren't really crypto natives is just to start on social media, I guess, isn't it, guys? Like, even if it's on TikTok or Instagram, or even if you're just going to meetups, there's always new people that are that they don't really understand the technology or what it's all about and it is quite daunting to people but yeah just starting with the basics i think and then slowly integrating them into um into radix or even teaching them about solana or ethereum and you know their advantages or shortcomings and you know what radix does differently um does anyone else like grants projects like does anyone get any advice on how to onboard people really yeah i would actually like to talk about uh, something that uh, that we've been doing that i think works uh well at least from our perspective um this this is of course a very uh biased opinion uh based on our location uh so we're, we're based in lisbon portugal and lisbon 
has already been considered by by a few people from outside of Portugal <laughs> uh, to be the Web three Silicon Valley. So we we do have a lot of um, Web three people here um, in in Lisbon because uh, we you know we have great weather and tax advantages for foreigners and so on. Um, so something that does work quite well uh, for onboarding people to Web three. Um, regardless if it's Radix or any other layer one is actually just hosting meetups and events and making sure that they are very friendly to people who know nothing about Web3. Uh, so don't don't make it for DGENs. I mean, obviously, you do need events for those kinds of people as well. We, we I mean, we, most of the people here hearing this call uh, would kind of classify as DGENs. Um, but um making sure that these events are tailored like uh, what so what is uh, uh, web3 that that's like a good uh, good title and you know then getting some partnerships with local media uh, like either newspapers or um i don't know people on the radio those kinds of things uh, or even organizing uh, workshops uh, so uh, with with radix specifically um, we first went through a uh, scripto workshop to, to actually put our hands on the, the tech after um, I, I met uh, Adam at a consensus last year. Um, it was a very positive experience and we did see quite a few developers that never touched Web3 go to that event and it was uh, a very positive surprise to see them engage. Uh, so well let's say with crypto um and then we decided to host ourselves uh, a crypto workshop as well which also went beautifully uh so we we want to continue that and tomorrow we're actually going to have a lisbon meetup so if anyone in the audience is um in lisbon uh we would definitely appreciate uh, coming uh if you don't know the the details or whatever uh just uh, join our telegram and ask uh, how you can find information um or you can just search for Radix Meetup Lisbon. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely advise uh, with this. Um, it, it is a very good way. Uh, it com comes off as more genuine uh, since you're, you're not just an NFT on a profile picture that kind of sometimes ruins the, the personality or the, let's say, personification or whatever. Like it, it feels more distant if you don't have a face to it. Um, and if you're meeting people face to face and you can actually see and feel people excited building on these things and tell you uh, about all these great things that are happening. So, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm talking a lot. I have this tendency, but <laughs> that's good. That good. Um, Wiley, I, I see your hand up there. Yeah, I just want to add, you know, um, with kind of onboarding uh, is uh, Radix have that, you know, has this plan of migrating uh, traditional space over to, to Web3. And I think as that's kind of like what Radix is pretty much doing is making things as user friendly as possible, try to cut out the jargon, uh, make things very, you know, visual, ab ab abstract things out. Um, so I think that's kind of coming. It's it's not it's almost there, you know. So and I think each and every one of these projects um, doing the same thing. So essentially, a lot of patience is required every time I talk to somebody who's not familiar with the space. Uh, they just think scam. They just think oh, the whole crypto space is a scam. Um, I, I think what it is, a few bad eggs have tainted the space. But sometimes we have to go back, uh, go back in time to you know to when to the whole kind of point of crypto 
um and maybe have some patience and explain that it's not it's not the case in 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 all like uh in the whole crypto space there's some really talented amazing people that want to build and, and innovate and, and as long as you can kind of show people things like the transaction manifest for example it's simply as simple as that and explain how it's transparent um and how DAOs work etc um it just it just builds upon you know actually this space is more secure it's way more secure than web 2 and traditional traditional finance so yeah i think a lot of patience is required but that migration is coming and that's where radix are pretty much focused so that's that's pretty cool yeah and on that uh wiley as well like for me it was when at the very beginning when i first got into crypto and web3 uh, the person who onboarded me it, it was the comparisons between traditional finance and what was possible with decentralized finance um that kind of hooked me in on that um actually having control over your assets like properly um and knowing where everything is and, and holding it um like you actually own it it's not just a number on a screen um thankfully radix actually provides that with asset oriented instead of message only um but yeah that's it, very true so lee like that uh, there was a way to do it it's making the comparisons between traditional finance and decentralized finance and that radix is building a, a radically better financial system because of that yeah if i can add something i think a good comparison and kind of a way to onboard uh, yeah newcomers is to compare decentralized applications built on radix uh, with web 2 kind of versions or kind of existing solutions because that's how the kind of average joe currently interacts with the internet and let's say traditional finance and I know Radix is kind of focusing on DeFi, but I don't know, there's a lot of use cases, especially also with NFTs. I don't know, you can have them used for ticketing for events and things like that. And even if you go in all these industries, each one of them has a kind of use case where DeFi and kind of Radix uh, can improve upon existing solutions. And maybe this is kind of a more easy to kind of introduce approach to average Joes uh, because they already have a kind of experience uh, with existing Web2 applications. So this might be maybe a more relatable um, approach, at least in my opinion. Of course, of course. Um, is there any more opinions or thoughts or even questions at all before we wrap up? No? Okay, perfect. Um, well, guys, thank you everyone for your time and thank you to the six participant projects it's been a pleasure like always um i'm connor social media manager here at rdx works and i'll see you all next time thanks guys cheers thank you, thank you as well thank thanks, you bye -bye. Keep doing what you're doing oh thank legends you. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Empowering Innovation, Uncovering the Journey of Cohort 1, hosted by Radix. Recorded on Monday, May 8th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening.
Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handed reports in The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the lash, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Ten spaces.